Euronet Plus Panorama is a weekly review of European news broadcast by our network of EU radio stations. Hello, I'm Joe, and you're listening to Euronet Plus Panorama. Welcome back after the summer break. With thousands of migrants crossing the EU-Belarus border in recent months, Poland and the Baltic states have warned that they will entirely seal their borders with Belarus if this so-called hybrid threat escalates. On Monday, the 28th of August, the interior ministers of Poland, Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia met in Warsaw. In a joint declaration, they called on Alexander Lukashenko's government in Minsk to immediately expel Wagner Group mercenaries from Belarus, as well as to remove migrants from border areas and return them to their countries of origin. There have long been suggestions that Moscow has been engaging in a hybrid war against the EU, one that involves human trafficking, the weaponization of migrants and the infiltration of terrorists. Now the Baltic states and Poland fear that the Russian Wagner troops currently stationed in Belarus are facilitating and even piggybacking on illegal immigration into the EU with the aim of destabilizing the bloc. With this in mind, back in mid-July, Poland and Lithuania announced increased security measures along their sections of the EU's external border. Between them, they share over a thousand kilometers of border with Belarus. After seeing a significant increase in the number of illegal migrants attempting to cross this border, both countries have deployed additional troops to bolster security. And facing a similar migrant influx, the Latvian government has just allocated several million euros to speed up the construction of a fence along its own border with Belarus. In an interview with Latvia's radio, former Latvian Defence Minister Artis Pabriks explains that this fence is, of course, primarily a psychological deterrent. This border issue has been present for the last three or four years, and it is clear that this flow of migrants, which is organised by Belarus with the support of Russia, affects all three countries, Poland, Lithuania and Latvia. From a military point of view, of course, this fence is of little significance. But from a psychological point of view, from the point of view of holding back migration, of course it means something. Following Monday's meeting in Warsaw, reports Polsky Radio, Lithuania's interior minister, Agnie Bilotaite, cited some specific scenarios in which Poland, Lithuania and Latvia could opt to completely close their borders with Belarus. During the press conference, she gave assurances that, firstly, any decision to this effect would be a joint one taken by all three countries, and secondly, they had agreed upon detailed criteria for such action. One of these criteria is the possibility of an armed incident on the border of one of our countries. A second criterion would be the organization of an attempt at mass entry of illegal migrants across the border of one of our countries. While there is currently no suggestion that this procedure is to be implemented imminently, everyone is keeping a close eye on activity on the Belarusian side of the border. The Polish government is particularly keen to crack down on illegal migration in the context of its upcoming election. Poland's interior minister, Mariusz Kaminski, for example, highlights planned military manoeuvres taking place near the Polish border over the coming days. 
This Friday, Belarusian army maneuvers begin on the other side. We know that Russian Federation troops will also take part in these maneuvers. The scale of these maneuvers will probably not be staggering since the Russians are caught up in the bloody war in Ukraine. But these maneuvers are an element of psychological warfare, psychological warfare against Poland and against our citizens, among others. And with Russia for its part slamming borders shut in the Black Sea region, the president of the Romanian Senate, Nicolae Ciuco, this week underscored the key role Romania is playing in facilitating Ukrainian grain exports ensuring their safe transit through the EU's solidarity corridors. At this moment, given the termination of the agreement by the unilateral decision of the Russian Federation to withdraw from the initiative, I consider that the importance of Romania's actions within the security corridors is all the greater, as it is important to identify at the national level the best solutions for the continuation of Ukrainian grain exports. Meanwhile, the EU imposed additional sanctions on Belarus on the 23rd of August in respect of its involvement in the Russian invasion of Ukraine and a number of human rights violations. In another border-related story, there is still no real light at the end of the tunnel for Romania and Bulgaria when it comes to their long-awaited Schengen accession. In a recent interview with Bulgarian National Radio, Socialist MEP Peter Vitanov touches on this topic, indicating that the latest conversations between Sofia and Vienna do not lead him to feel very optimistic about Bulgaria's Schengen membership bid. While he calls for more decisive action from his own government, he also emphasises the importance of external support on this matter, specifically from Germany. <laughs> One thing should be clear. The support of the big and influential powers in the European Parliament should be sought because The Hague and Vienna are not the only issues. There are other countries that seem to be hiding behind these two capitals. This is the case with Germany, for example. More explicit support should be sought from Germany as they can be a key driver for such processes. Moreover, for Croatia's entry into Schengen, Washington's support was not unimportant. And in the end, there must be a unified policy. Because between us, the Romanians tried years ago to conduct an independent policy for Romania's accession, but for this process to be effective, efforts must be united. Yet it seems that the Bulgarian government is dithering. Following a meeting with his Austrian counterpart Karl Nehammer on the 18th of August, though, it is difficult to see how German Chancellor Olaf Scholz could be more explicit in his support. And this is not the first time he has expressed these sentiments. His comments are shared by AMS. Germany backs further development of the European Union. This, of course, also means that EU member states can join the Schengen area. As far as Bulgaria and Romania are concerned, we are ready to give the go-ahead. As we know, others still have concerns. But the German position on this issue is clear, and I've always been able to assure our friends in Romania and Bulgaria of this. But it is fair to say that Romania and Bulgaria's patience is wearing thin. And the longer there is seen to be no movement on this issue, the more serious consideration they are giving to the idea of establishing a type of mini-Schengen in their region to ease the passage of commercial trucks across their shared border, as BNR reports. 
According to independent public sector consultant Kodru Vrabye, putting this type of small-scale Schengen zone into practice would help cement the two countries' case for membership of Schengen proper. If Romania and Bulgaria meet and decide to put the Schengen agreement in practice in between the two countries, it will prove that it works. It will prove to Austria, the Netherlands and who else is interested that our claims that we are technically prepared holds water. And moreover, Rabier adds, this is a genuinely viable proposal. From a legal perspective, we don't need the agreement of the other European Union countries to start this cross-border cooperation between Romania and Bulgaria. This is only up to our own two governments. So that's all for this week. But we'll be back next week for another look at current affairs from a Euronet Plus perspective. Join us then. Mm-hmm.